0: Hey, plebs! Welcome to another BitVault podcast. We're recording this at block height six hundred ninety-two thousand three hundred and forty-one, and I have two very special guests: my best friend from a very, very young age, Shishi, and of course, El Sultán. El Sultán
1: coming <laughs> live, coming
0: coming live from South Carolina, and of course, Chiron is always on the beach. But if you're just listening to the podcast, you won't see those things. It's not important. <laughs> Anyways, what's up, guys?
2: All good, man. Thanks for having us, dude.
0: Bro, it, yeah. dude, we've been trying to make this come together for... Oh, man. Tell me about it. <laughs> for like two months now, man. So I've been looking forward to this podcast. And yeah, man, uh, let's let us start going down the rabbit hole. I, I know Sharon had a couple questions for you.
1: I mean, I'm just so excited to talk to us man. We tried to get it together a couple of times and we just couldn't do it. But I think it all came together at the right time because El Sultan is doing some really cool things around the world with Bitcoin and I'm so interested to hear what he's been up to, you know, when he when he says the word satellite, it makes me like really intrigued and I want to hear more about it. So, you know.
0: Yeah. So I'm excited. So Alessandro, cause I've never heard that story and that's actually how we got connected. That's like yeah. literally that's yeah. how we became friends. I saw you setting up that dish and I was like, I need to talk to this guy. But, <laughs> so like, so how, how, why did, why did you get into a situation where you're like, I need a satellite?
2: Uh, you know, man, at the time, uh uh, was running this private company from Minnesota This private. Uh, oh, wait, wait, uh, hold on. Let me
0: give the, everyone context. Okay yeah, a satellite yeah. so that he could connect to the block stream node. That's currently orbiting uh, Bitcoin. node that's currently orbiting the earth, right? So, so sorry, continue. I just want to give everyone context or else they wouldn't understand
2: No, no, perfect, man. I appreciate it. Um Dude, I mean, I was just living in Minnesota I was running this uh, this startup right coins free at the time with a, with a bunch of friends we had already been testing uh, Bitcoin full notes, lighting notes, liquid notes, all that stuff. So eventually it was like, okay, man, we're pretty much uh, full node savvy. What's the craziest shit that we could do <laughs> <laughs> from inside the country? And it was like, okay, guys, I think you're going to buy us some satellite toys. And this is no sex toys. This is literally to connect to a Bitcoin satellite that, just like Nico mentioned, it's fucking floating on orbit. Uh, it's five of them, but this was the South American satellite of Blockstream.
0: Dude, Yeah,
1: so cool. So, That's amazing. So there's five full Bitcoin nodes just ready to just broadcast transactions floating in space, and there's five of them. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean it's five satellites, and they yeah. all uh, uh, at some point revert back to blockstream central's uh, central database, and so that's how they relay the blockchain to satellite, so that anyone can download it. So long story short, this was a setup that I built with just a thirty-five-dollar Raspberry Pi, a terabyte an SSD, right, which is the main things that you need to run a computer and and memory. Uh, storage memory, right, to start running your full mode. So I just had bought the hardware man on Amazon and had imported via just a normal carrier in Venezuela. And I was just telling the team at that time, my friends, like, dude, we just got to play with this, but it's not the right time. Eventually, the right time is going to show itself. And at some point, Direct TV left the country and it was like, okay. Fuck you. There's no electricity in the country. Direct TV just left. What the hell? I can't be in sync with a blockchain, whatever. What's the only thing that I can la, do? And I have toys? <laughs> <laughs> la, la cadena. <laughs> and dude, I just, uh, I started playing around with it. At the time, it was the low beam signal. So you couldn't download directly all of the blockchain uh, from the Genesis block Okay. Uh, to get in sync. You had like preload the blockchain. And just update the latest part of the blockchain via satellite, right? Because I, ha- I was running my own hardware. Nowadays, if you have like the satellite pro kit for of Blockstream, you can totally download via the version two signal all, all of the blockchain. That's and, fucking crazy. Dude, and I have an awesome news and big shout out to Samsung and the team at Blockstream. I was just fucking pinging them like El Sultan is going to Brazil right now. I want to do satellite in Brazil, yeah. guys. I want you to help me out with this. And I think that like in a week, the equipment is going to be here. Man. So you're going to see Let's me go. on Twitter on the fucking beach in Santos, Brazil, connecting to the Fuck South American yeah, satellite dude. again, baby. Let's
0: dude, go. you're the satellite man. Dude, this is crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. You know, what blows my mind, right? Is the other side has no idea. Right. Like, you know, because I, I'm seeing like development, especially in the U.S. Right. You see um, you see the United States Central Bank, the Fed, you see the EC- ECB. Right. They're starting to es- essentially take a defensive stance against Bitcoin. Yeah. Um, now they're labeling that now their rhetoric has intensified. Um, obviously, I think that's because of the heightened inflation and they don't want too many people opting out. So the rhetoric has changed. Now they say that Bitcoin, to quote uh, Jerome Powell, is a failed payment instrument. I would completely disagree with him. You just proved you just proved them wrong just by saying that satellite story. Um, And also,
2: Jerome Powell. Exactly, It's, (laughs) it's so stupid. And then
0: the the other aspect of it, right, was they the European Central Bank and the Fed said the same thing. They're only useful for anonymous transactions, right? So that's the rhetoric moving forward, right? That's what we're going to have to fight. But here's the thing: if you could just set up a satellite in the middle of Brazil on a beach, how the fuck do you stop that signal? You can't. You can't it's stop cannot. the signal. You can't. How do you? How do you make software illegal? You know, it's like it's just like I, I don't know where these guys,
1: I don't know where these 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 guys' heads at. It just doesn't make sense. Sean, do you have any input in that? I mean, I just think it's so important to just go and put these satellites up so that there's always access. And the more decentralized the network gets, the better. And, you know, if you're not relying on an ISP and you're relying like literally just on a satellite on a beach somewhere, you know, um, that's how we get it over here, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, it's, it's really impressive to think where we are right now, you know? Like, um, I, I don't really know fully how Blockstream was able to do what they did. Like I wonder how much money that costed them to like actually get those satellites, um, you know, working and stuff. It's super interesting to me. I think it's like not talked about enough. Like you said, like it's sort of the super nascent like ability to resist censorship. And I think censor- censorship resistance is why we're here. It's why El Sultan is talking to us, going to Brazil, and not sitting in Venezuela. In some and and uh, he was able to resist the censorship right that venezuela tried to like put on him and his family and i think like we all come from a background of of uh financial censorship and uh financial um let's say um confiscation by the state um you know in in my case it was war and, and in your case it's it's uh it's inflation war it's central bank war you know and um, it's ruined a tremendous amount of wealth and I'm here for it, I'm here for it until then, you know? And uh, I think setting up these satellites is super important and I'm super excited to hear and see the process in Brazil and by the beach, man. <laughs> Dude, oh, I, hey. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, uh, no, I just want to say thank you, man. I appreciate the words and uh, a quick
2: a quick thing that I just want to throw out the table again, and, and we've already talked about this, Nico, and other shows. We're just having fun, man, huh? What the fuck, dude? Huh? I'm just <laughs> buying some hardware. Somebody shipping me some hardware and stuff and I'm just playing dude, around.
0: I make simply Bitcoin videos every day. Okay. Yeah, and man. it's super <laughs> fucking fun. Okay. So I feel you, dude. I do it because it's fun. Okay. So I feel you. You like to build satellites. I like to make videos. Sharon likes to farm. You know, we all have our yeah, uh, yeah. we all and have we're, our different poisons. We're
2: we're the same. Uh yeah, man. I mean, uh we're all we're all flying high, different ways, <laughs> but we are
1: <laughs> so um 100 100%, dude and i i just like i want to go over really quick like like your guys opinions on why it's so important that we are doing this with satellites and not relying just on on the isps and like you know what happened like uh just yesterday with all those websites being down mm-hmm. you know like mm-hmm. you know access matters you know and the only time you realize that access matters is when you don't have something right? You take things for granted. And then all of a sudden you need to pay for something and your accounts are frozen, or all of a sudden you need to send a wire and your accounts are frozen, or all of a sudden, you know, you're, you, you need to pay somebody for something. And you know, that infrastructure is down. I mean, I've seen, that's happened to us with the traditional banking system, you know? And I just like, like, where's this going with satellites? Are, are we going to, is this going to be like, become cheaper and cheaper? I think so. I think it's going to be so. accessible to I everybody, so you know, and, uh, just talk on that, you know, like, that's a super interesting topic. So, yeah, before we get to that, I, I wanted to go
0: back to this thing of censorship, right? Because, Sharon, you know, both of us both of us live in, in a pretty, I would say, you know, open nation. Right. It, things are changing slowly. Right. But um, so Dan, did you suffer any Internet censorship in Venezuela? And if you did, how did you circumvent around it? Is it as easy as to turn on a VPN and you can go? Or did the government block any websites? Did They turn off WhatsApp? Anything like that?
2: They don't turn off uh, specific websites. I, I would say that the ones that they started turning off at the time were this informal uh, websites, you know, like Dollar Today, Nico, where you would see the unofficial or, or call it black market rate of the dollar to Bolivar, right? Which is uh, something that... Uh, uh, informally or whatever, even outside the country, man, because this uh, dollar today was not run from people that were living in Venezuela. It was ran by people that were actually living in the U.S. At some point, Maduro even tried suing them in court in the U.S., so fuck you, Maduro. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what the fuck? Man? But no, man, look, the thing is they do it in a very devastating way. So... Uh, uh, the Maduro regime is not tech savvy, right? Okay. They're they're in this process of trying to become tech savvy. And sanctions took place, and they the, and they trying to build this national cryptocurrency or Petro bullshit, whatever. Mm. But the way that they put censorship on top of your internet connection is because the government owns the main internet ser- service provider of the country, which is CanTV. Right, and they would just like turn it off from time to time, or mm-hmm. eventually the electric grid would would fail, and you would have no internet. Uh, they do not man- maintain the infrastructure, mm-hmm. so you would you would have neighborhoods that would lose internet connection for years. Like, like my poor grandma, dude. Like my grandma at her apartment, she had to wait for like three and a half years and to pay, you know, under the table to a Kanteme
1: technician to get things done. So it's a, yeah, it's, it's a communist way of censoring. Can you, can you, can you imagine waiting three years for your internet connection to just be set up? That is, that is something in a developed world that I hope anyone listening just understands how lucky you are. Yeah, Yeah, man. Yeah,
2: no, no. and, And waiting three years just to be able to have like a, What's a WhatsApp video call with your with your grandsons that live abroad
1: and just say hi. I love you. I miss you. You know? So it's a big deal, yeah. So so let me ask you a question about that. Like mm-hmm. let's say okay, can gets cut off, okay, and you have one guy in your neighborhood with a satellite connection to the Bitcoin blockchain, right? Mm-hmm. And and you want to broadcast a transaction or or make sure that you receive the transaction from abroad, like remittances, right? Like yep. uh you could just go to him and he could help you out, right? Like, there's a way, because he can connect as long as he has battery, like, some sort of, like, uh, power if they don't cut off electricity, right? Or if he has, like, a backup, you know, power generator or whatever, right? I don't know how you guys, Are you guys setting them up to, to have that fail safe. Like, uh, it, do you see that as, like, an, even an application that people would use or, you know? Totally, man. Like, if you hook up... Let's say you have your satellite fool though. You have a
2: backup generator. So... Electricity goes off, but you have your full note still in sync and it's still on. You would still be downloading the blockchain. So it's somebody in another place of the world with their Bitcoin wallet, exchange, whatever. They issue a transaction. They, brought, they broadcast it to the blockchain. The blockchain would just, uh, nodes globally would just see that it's a valid transaction, et cetera, et cetera. They would, uh, uh, they would accept it. It would be pushed to the blockchain. Miners would mine the block, and eventually your satellite full node would op- would be o- updated and include that transaction. So what you w- what you would need to broadcast a transaction from this satellite node is an off grid connection. So like a GoTenna, for example, you know, mm. uh, that's that's a way. Because what's right a, what's, now- a,
0: what's a GoTenna for for so so the audience knows.
2: Yeah, Gotenna is this hardware that is uh, trying to build what is called mesh networks. Okay. So it's all of these interconnected devices via like a Wi-Fi signal, let's call it. And so it's uh it's it's I would call it like a layer two solution for internet connection.
0: I understand. So so you can so but you can't directly send a transaction through the satellite yet, right now. You
2: can't yet. Okay. Exactly. But you but okay. you can't what?
0: but. Okay, okay, I get it. So it's just... You can send
2: it information. You can send information. Like you could send a picture, for example. You could send mm. a message, for example. But you can broadcast a transaction directly uh, right now from your satellite full node setup. But eventually you will. I mean, this is something that Blockstream has already done. It's just a matter of time until they release it for everybody.
1: Yeah, I think, I think that's like the next frontier, obviously. And that's going to change the whole way that we look at this but i still think like proving that you received something you know even if you don't have access to it is still pretty it's powerful even if we know that it's just the beginning of this but yeah i mean this is this is amazing
0: uh, it's crazy dude you, you you literally can't stop the signal man it's it's nope, and i'm never. sure there's going to be more stuff and I, and i've heard about the mesh, mesh network and i and i think i talked to the ceo i think he came on my podcast and it's fascinating it's just like these nice. little devices right and then they connect to like hopefully someone's like close by you know and it's and it's like and it's basically a network without having to rely on like the traditional infrastructure of like you know like hardwired cables or like satellite it's like super cool dude it's like very mobile too you know so very interesting stuff um well we take
1: this for granted this like interoperability right so like back in the day we set up these networks and if you didn't have the same hardware set up on the same access point, you couldn't add just like another access point super easily. And with the advent of these mesh networks, you know, you're going to see that like as a web across like entire countries. You know? Oh yeah, dude.
2: This totally reminds me of a thing when I was pitching about this, like, you know, offline create satellite full notes inside Venezuela to this one of like private investors inside the country. And I was telling him like, dude, eventually what you're seeing here on the table, it was just my Pandora box full note. I was like, The guy that is selling hot dogs on the street, across the street right now, eventually he will have one of these. And he was like, no man, I disagree with you. And I was like, no, I disagree with you back. And you know why you're wrong. And I'm going to prove you wrong. And I was like, (laughs) because that dude, he got internet, not in his home. He got it with a mobile phone. Uh... So, so, (laughs) so eventually, dude, you will see the industry evolve and this guy will have like the phoned version of a full node or something that would just connect it. And actually this brings a point inside my mind before coming to Brazil, guys, I went to this uh, closed Bitcoin meeting uh, with a bunch of Bitcoiners. Uh, it, was, it was hosted in Geneva, Switzerland, right? Uh, it was from the people of uh, Nodal. Mm. So the dudes that build full nodes in Europe, yeah. et cetera, right?
0: Good dudes. Good dudes. They were
2: telling me that they're they're literally building this uh, lightning node for emerging countries because the moment you try to build a full node plus a lightning node in the same hardware, it just becomes too expensive for those countries. So what they're trying to build is like this hardware that it will cost less than a hundred dollars. And it'll be a lightning full a lightning node, but that is hosted by a full node within Nodal yeah. servers. So I think that's kind mm, of like okay. that's amazing.
1: That's amazing. Yeah,
2: man. And and I think that's kind of what's gonna happen, eventually. And it's gonna happen, dude. It's gonna happen so fast, man. It's gonna happen so fast. Like you're gonna have your satellite full node. You're gonna connect either a GoTenna or a LoRaWAN antenna. And you're gonna via mesh networks and even radio frequency broadcast Bitcoin's signal. So Bitcoin signal is is bit by bit evolving from on grid connections, right, and below earth cables and connections into telecommunications and radio yeah. frequency.
1: Yeah.
2: it's gonna be crazy, man. Yeah, yeah and it's also Samurai
1: Wallets doing some post- Bitcoin's stuff gonna like like be that, in too. the air. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're going to
2: be able yeah. to breathe Bitcoin, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Can't, yeah. You can't stop the signal. It's it's absolutely crazy. Um, yeah. But dude, so um, El Sultan, you were saying something really interesting about how you think that this is going to spread over all out America, right? Yeah. So why don't we talk about that, right? Because there's already a country that uh, is about to make Bitcoin legal tender. They already passed a law. I think it becomes official or like it goes into play in September. So, Sharon and I are American, you know, I'm Venezuelan, but I've lived my, you know, I grew up in Miami. Right. So, so, you know, I'm so not, you know ad-
1: how to party <laughs> <laughs>
0: a, a little too much to be honest, but, um, but so, uh, so yeah. So what is, I've heard everyone's perspective. I want to hear your perspective on El Salvador, right? Cause all I hear about are from plebs, but none of them were Latin American. Right. None of them actually understand how life is over there. So do you see it like, do you really see this changing the country for El Salvador? Or is this just like kind of like a marketing for strike and whatnot?
2: Both, both long-term it'll, it'll completely evolve the country because there's literally legally three, general ways in which you could approach bitcoin right from a regulatory standpoint you could try to ban it right so like make illegal bitcoin transactions whatever the china way whatever uh you could call it an asset and so people would have to declare capital gains on it have like uh, in-depth sort of accounting procedures to declare that stuff, go through a bureaucratic process just to own Bitcoin, sell Bitcoin, buy Bitcoin, whatever. Or you could go El Salvador uh, with El Salvador's road and you could just declare a uh, legal tender, which completely this, the the amount of bullshit that people would have to digest but just buying this stuff, which in the end, right, like it's it's almost impossible to tr- track it for a country to invest this s- stupid amount of money just to try to keep track of all of the transactions that are being issued via internet connections within their jurisdiction right so so my perspective man is it's huge because it's uh it's a it's a first example within the region hopefully and gradually other countries will pick it up uh we did not see it happen in Paraguay, for example. No, it was a it was bullshit that law. It was bullshit. It was bullshit. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's but, like I, I think I think that this is interesting what you said about um, you know, the all the different ways that you can look at Bitcoin as a state, right? And there's only one that gives you this ability to like not actually take a side. You make it legal tender and let the people decide, right? Consensualism. Yeah. Right. Like, look, I'll give you the opportunity. Look, you guys like, look, here it is. You want it? You want it? You don't want it? Look, they didn't want Bitcoin. It is what it is. Right. And obviously that's not going to be the case because, you know, the orange pill only needs to get into one person in El Salvador for it to get to another three, to get to another three, to get to another three, to get to, right. And I think like, you know, you, you're you holding two things. You know, there's like a my favorite meme is like Morpheus, uh, GIF, I mean, is a Morpheus with like the Bitcoin logo and like the US dollar in one hand and it's going back and forth. And it's like, you start weighing this over time, you're going to pick the orange one, you know, because Please. time is what you're storing. Yeah. And like yeah. nobody wants to outsource their time to a third party decision maker when you can vote yourself what to do with your time. I either spend it or I don't spend it. That's it. Everything else is fixed, right? And like what you said about El Salvador, it's like you're basically saying they took the path of least resistance, right? And let the people decide, right? And I think that is so powerful. And like, if you could talk, like, do you think that could happen in Venezuela one day where they just take control, the people take control for their own self? Like, like why, like, can it subvert a regime that's so substantially authoritarian or does it have to come, like, you know, is there another way that this can proliferate or, you know, because South America, it's all connected by land, right? So you have people crossing the borders, right? And so, I don't know, talk a little bit about that. That's something that's interesting to me.
2: Yeah, dude, I mean, uh, in a way you broke my heart, but because um, I would love uh, this, uh, to see Bitcoin declared as legal tender in Venezuela. but there's so many there's, problems. <laughs> there, yeah, dude, but uh, the amount of stupidity, that is connected to Marxism and communism and socialism. It's uh, it it eventually evolves into a big snowball of grief. That it's dude, it just keeps piling up and up and up into their own bullshit. So the thing is, man, the real let's talk about the reality. The reality is that since 2017. The Maduro regime has been trying to regulate cryptocurrencies and create a regulatory framework around their so-called national sovereign cryptocurrency, El Petro. So this guy's literally had the country of Latin America with the biggest peer-to-peer volume, the country in Latin America that was mining the most Bitcoins, the country in Latin America that was working as the harbor of, of Bitcoin volume for all of the region basically. And they just went and listened to themselves instead of taking a more democratic and open approach and at least balancing the pers- their perspective with the perspective of entrepreneurs, yada, 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 the Bitcoiners, the real guys. And so, dude, fast forward, four years El Petro doesn't exist nobody knows what the fuck it is there's no github repository of El Petro and 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 look at what the heck happened in El Salvador man so it was just like fuck you man this is what democracy can do dude in your face and so that in a way broke my heart and uh but I still have hope in the sense that it's a game theory thing man right Mm -hmm. and we already discussed about this in another pod Nico It's uh, eventually they're going to say she, she like, okay, wait a second. If I've been trying to go against central banking and the dollar, the euro, whatever, this uh, fiat bullshit from developing economies, developed economies, I'm sorry. uh, And I've been all alone in this camp of trying to by myself with my own strategies, go against them. And now there's like this camp that is called Bitcoin Nation's camp, in which they're just declaring Bitcoin as legal tender. They're literally giving the finger to the IMF and the World Bank, which is what I would love to have done without being bullied for this past 35 or 25 years, whatever. And so they're going to say like, okay, you know, um, why don't I join this camp? I mean, I have the power to Draft whatever law I want in my country. I just have to declare at least Bitcoin legal tender. So perhaps it could happen then, and I so, hope so, it. I so hope how it is does.
1: local Bitcoins going? Because I remember in 2017, Nico was shrieking at, to anyone who wanted to listen, "Top of the Hill, hey, what do you mean there's no use case for Bitcoin? There's <laughs> an entire fucking country that is trying to survive financially. Try, any, dude. I remember anyone from Venezuela." you knew them they were on the phone with somebody else from venezuela figuring out how to get bitcoin miners into venezuela how to get bitcoin to venezuelans and it, they, I'm, i've never seen anything like that before in person man you know like okay like you get a phone call and it's like hey man like how do i do this i need this i need this like provide me the lifeboat and i'm sitting and i'm listening to nico talk in spanish and nico would hang up the phone and he would look at me and we look at each other and we just be like holy shit like this is insane you know and you two are two, like, examples of, like, that censorship resistance. You need people on both sides, people that are getting censored and people that can bring you something to, to combat that censorship. And I think I think you're right, bro. I think, like, El Salvador, Pe- Colombians and Venezuelans and everybody else, they're going to look at the El Salvadorians and they're going to be like, why don't I just use this money? Like, It's, it's just a matter of time, dude. It's, it's a matter, just a matter of time.
0: Yeah. Um, Andreas Antonopoulos, before he started shit-corning, one of his, like, one of my favorite lectures lectures that he, that he made is called The Golden Cage of Banking. And essentially what he was saying is that because of their laws, because of their KYC, AML, and like all the people that they deem unbankable, right, they've kind of created this golden cage, right, that they thought it was going to be used to protect them. But that golden cage is the cage in which they're going to die in, right, yeah. because they built it and now they can't get out right? So they yeah. can't change these laws, right? You look at Bitcoin, right? You you stay out of the golden cage and Bitcoin, you can do whatever you want. You could transact with whoever you want. No, you don't have to pass KYC to download a wallet, right? I'm sure they're going to want to try to do that. But like, you know, like it, it's, it's, it's so liberating, right? So it's like, it's a no brainer. And I think, I think Naeem Bukele's age had a lot to do with it. The guy's 39 years old. Okay. So like, man, he, he wanted to take I think he saw the writing on the wall. One of his tweets was just so it like it revealed so much, but it it just said United Fruit Company, right? And it was this American company that, you know, back in back in the 1900s would just, you know, take advantage of all these uh banana republics like like they're called, right? So and and it was just like it was like neo-colonialism, right? And he 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 tweeted that right after the US uh sent uh, an ambassador over and before that right a day before there was a Reuters article that had Nayib Bukele's picture right and it said corruption in El Salvador and if you click the article Naeem Bukele is not in the article but they want you right to kind of envision it's like this guy corruption this guy corruption and what that tells me is that they're scared okay oh no, yeah
2: they're, they're totally they're,
0: they're totally terrified terrified they're dude, terrified dude,
2: dude because they've been they part uh they're part of a cartel just like the OPEP totally.
0: cartel totally 100% right? it's, it's it's the worst cartel in the world bro nail
2: on the head you hit it and so bro i mean they have we don't even know how their office looks like but they i'm sure they have the best whiskey they want the best whatever the fuck they want the best chair they want inside that stuff just to like draft papers and bullshit and at the same time we just have this unique code that is the Mona Lisa of the 21st century that is sitting on a GitHub repository that is just cracking their balls. Mm-hmm. It's 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 cracking their nutshell, and they're just scared, man. Of course, they're scared. Yeah,
1: yeah, I mean, I have a question for you guys, actually, because you guys are actually, you know, from the region. And so I see a lot of Bitcoiners and different people, and it's great debate, obviously, always fun to debate these things and it's always like really good for the space that we debate everything people think there's an echo chamber on Bitcoins Twitter and I, I've never met a place that is less of an echo chamber the only thing we agree yeah. on is what money we're transacting and everything else is up for debate you know and uh, you know I you know they are like oh like but El Salvador has like a lot of like um, let's say authoritarian tinges to it right and they're saying look like I don't like that um, you know, this is being pushed on on even merchants, right? It's, everything should be consensual or whatever, right? There's this whole debate. We all we've all read it, but I to I I just I I'll just give you my quick two cents. Is that I think Bitcoin, if it really fixes things, which I think it does, is that like it's literally a grassroots thing. It, it fixes things from the bottom up, not from the top down. And so, like, I don't want to complain to politicians after they adopt Bitcoin. I just want to move on to the next domino. You know, it, 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 but so- what do you guys think about that?
0: i completely agree and I'm, I'm just gonna add to what you said man because i think you were spot on and i was telling my girlfriend this last night and she doesn't she's just not that it really interests her uh but i just talk shit anyways like the way that i see the bitcoin network is dude it's this living breathing organism okay mm-hmm. that manipulates humans right by manipulating their greed and in doing so right um it, it like it literally may, it creates, right, a rel- a religious zealots all around the world that are completely loyal to this network that will defend it to death because it's been paying them the whole time. Right. So and mind you, right. No. Th- again, what Sharon said, there's no one running Bitcoin. Right. It's autonomous. It's, it's, yes. it's, it's getting humans to run the network for it. Right. Without any type of control or whatever. Right. So that's the incentive model. And I think that's why these bankers are having such a hard time understanding it. They can't comprehend that they are obsolete. Right. They were. You could make the argument that they were a necessary evil before January 3rd, 2009. Right. They were after after, that. Exactly. So you could make that argument. Right. That they were a necessary evil but now they're not, now they're obsolete. In fact, I would even go, I would even say more than obsolete, they're hurting. It's like the system is is collapsing like within itself, right? And the problem, the fundamental problem with, with central banking, right? If you look at human history, it always ends the same way. Right. Is that as long as humans are in control of the monetary policy, it always, it inevitably gets corrupted, even if it starts with the most noblest intentions. Right. Like, you know, the U.S. dollar did bread and woods, you know, one to one to gold. Right. Noblest intentions after the decades, you know, that slowly starts to degrade. Right. And now we find ourselves in the position that we are now where central banks are li- they they just they don't care anymore at this point they're like just print to infinity <laughs> yeah, we yeah, don't yeah. give a shit and it's just like <laughs> let's <laughs> keep going right and then there's bitcoin right which is is poison for them because it's a way out and christine lagarde said it best she says it's it's an escape valve right and that's what it is right what i'm scared of guys and and i want to get your opinions on this mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. is the battle to come dude you know because these guys are not going to go gently into that good night They're going to push, especially the Western countries, Brazil, El Salvador. They're going to say, fuck the dollar, fuck the euro. I'm just going to go to Bitcoin. Right. If if we want to talk about game theory, because why would they stick to the dollar? It doesn't make any sense. Right. So I see them folding. However, the Western countries, they're going to want to hold on to that power because that's essentially what it is. Right. So I'm worried, dude, um, of what, you know, of, of what's to come. Uh, in the next couple of years, right? So I want to get your thoughts on that.
2: So so I, I guess that I'm gonna first uh give my opinion on 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 Shishi's question. So so just just like Nico Shishi, I do I do believe that Bitcoin is this le- living and breathing organism. And, but, but at the same time I believe guys that <sighs> what are we part of? Are we part of right now of US and- Brazil and Venezuela, or are we part of uh, like Bitcoin land, Bitcoin continent? Because in a way, we live, we live in our in our own land, in our own world. God, totally, right, totally, totally. Yeah. And, and, and and so people <laughs> don't a grasp world. it. It's yeah, a good dude. World. <laughs> yeah, dude. Unfortunately, some people can't breathe it because it's it's uh it's immaterial. It's immaterial, and so the only way you can construe, const, const, yeah, build this this image of this. Unique place with inside your head is through knowledge and experience in this stuff, and we're only 13 years so far into this. Yeah, at Was, Elon
1: Musk though, that comment. Say that again, at Elon Musk. Yeah. <laughs> Not, <laughs> experience you can't you can't trade it for anything. He's going through every step that we all took in Bitcoin land. He's going through. Thing. He's yep.
0: going through the steps,
1: dude. He's, he's going through the steps. Going, it's so
2: funny. He, he's going through them, man, and the hard so,
1: way. Chalk so, the screeching chalkboard type of yeah, mentality.
2: man, y- yeah, yeah, brah. and and so look, what I think, bro <laughs> is we, uh, and th- and this is how I'm gonna I'm going to eventually tilt to your question, uh, Nico. We've been since the start of this evolving as a community, right, as the Bitcoin community, from radicalism to inclusive radicalism. And 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 that's the key word.
1: It's consensual it's, inclusivity, basically. It, 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 there yeah. you go, man. Uh, yeah. uh,
2: there you go, man. And so th- the thing is that this is the best, this is the best way, financially speaking, economically speaking, socially speaking, legally speaking,
1: to morally bring down ba-
2: speaking. morally speaking, to bring down barriers, right? So that we can continue evolving as a single species. Yes. As a single species,
1: you're gonna crush that I, we're I gonna, like, 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 you just absolutely knocked that out of the park. Like, I'm going to like, clip this video and <laughs> post that on my Twitter. <laughs> and I, no one could have said it better, man. That was that was awesome. This, Thanks, this, man. Yeah. this is what happens
0: when, like, you just spend so many years down the rabbit hole. You just oh, like come, you start thinking yeah. of, like, what is
1: Bitcoin? It's like, oh my god, it's living. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. The, 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 and the it's crazy. in
2: the air. Yo,
1: I wish. <laughs> so, so, yeah. you know, some, if someone could videotape me, sometimes I'll be like doing something else, and I, you could tell when I've had a thought about Bitcoin because I just walk oh. straight to my phone. So I usually like keep my phone off me. Sometimes you know, I'll walk straight to my phone and just stack. You'll just see me. Like if you could just like see me, I'll be like, oh, sh- you could see it in my eyes. I'm like, where's my phone? Like, <laughs> like, yeah. and I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I'll, I'll eat less this week. Like, whatever. <laughs> you know, like. Like sometimes I can't help myself. I'm like, I shouldn't be buying more right now. I should leave some Fiat for some other things. And and then I'm like, nah, I don't need other things.
2: Oh yeah, you know? man, that's such a fucking <laughs> discussion. So it's just like an internal and personal discussion yeah. right now for yeah. us, right? I, I totally hear you, man. Yeah. But look, uh, Nico, t- to answer your question very briefly, bro, this is, this is why I think that early adopters, like you and I, she, she, whatever, the rest of the community, uh, with, being have, with being educating ourselves, it was just a curious thing. Eventually, it became an obsession, which evolved into passion. And and, and, and after this thing continues, broadening itself into the life of other people globally, the, 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 ones, of, the, the ones like us that we've been b- before, right? Like we already saw the wave and, and we're inside the wave and we're like, guys, come surf with us because the boards are just so cool and it's so easy to serve guys. It's going to be like where, when this shit crosses hundred K 200 K it's going to, it's going to have completely changed your life again, the life of my family, again, the life of millions of families and individuals globally. And so the moment that the Western countries and the legacy banking system and central bankers and the cartels of the world try to start uniting themselves to go against us, it's gonna be like, okay, fuck human, because now we have resources. Yeah. And, and by just-
0: And not only and like- that, not only that, to add to your point, right? You yeah. also have,
1: you have soldiers, right? Yeah, because coordination. The central- you, yeah, man. Have, you yeah, have, have the Yemen. Yeah, the central. They're way bankers. better coordinated too. If you really needed to coalesce, you 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 are way more coordinated. Than, They're gonna than, have to bring know. down
2: Zoom and Skype and WhatsApp and Telegram and Signal. They're gonna have to bring down anything that helps you to communicate. Dude, my car, with the other bro, side of bro. The,
1: My car to go to the next guy to then go pick up the next Bitcoiner, then to go get his car and pick up the next one. <laughs> yeah, man. It,
0: it's it it no it it's it I look my 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 opinion has never changed they they're gonna lose this they're gonna win that's it, the internet always wins right but yeah what the internet concerned? the
1: internet is undefeated and they've been saying that about before Bitcoin you know yeah like, the, the internet think, the,
0: inter- yeah. Fit, the internet kills everything okay yeah. they literally you know you you adapt to it or you
1: go up you, or you or just you die you die straight up right so I agree with you I just Dude, imagine, imagine now you were a software developer. Like, you never had interruption in income the entire COVID. Like, What they're going to try to do,
0: okay, and, <laughs> and, and what they're going to try to do, okay, um, and I have to cover this because I make Simply Bitcoin every day, so yeah, I have man. to read yeah, these man. stupid articles, right? But um, what they're going to try to do, dude, is that they're really going to push the central bank digital currency and they're going to essentially, like, bribe people with it. You know, there's helicopter money, but it's so <laughs> scary what they're going to be able to do right on uh, the model that I look at. Right. Um, is the China model with there. They already have one. Right. Yeah. The money has an expiration date. It's worse than inflation. Right. Yeah. So it's like yeah. those are all the tools that they're going to be able to do on top of all the surveillance, on top of knowing where you spend your money all the time. Imagine the government having all that power.
1: You want to yeah. know what
0: you want to know? what's scary
1: about what you just said. Really scary it's an extremely scary is that they've actually put the required reserve ratio to zero for the banks. So like, it's like, okay, we can now do an unlimited number of things to you, you know? And like, it's complete control. Like you said, the expiration and everything, but how is that competition for Bitcoin? Like, I don't get it. That's like, that's just going to make Bitcoin even more lucrative to be in not less.
0: So, so, you know, they're not going to go gently into that good night. Yeah. They're not gonna play fair, okay? But like, so, how are like, they gonna do it?
1: Like, no, they're gonna mean, do to me,
0: bro. So in Europe right now, they they're on the verge of. You know, it's already in the language of the laws that they just passed. They're like they want to ban self-hosted wallets, okay? So like that's an idea already being flattered around, and there's a reason for that. There, it, 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 you can't how do ban you ban, ban it off- though?
2: How oh, do you, you ban it?
0: You ban the exchanges, for example. You ban the on and off ramps, right? So no, like, no, but
1: I mean, but, but like, uh, like let's say you ban on and off ramps, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like in the country. It so, just
0: goes underground. It just appeared, And Now you, exactly you buy right. and sell Bitcoin a, a, exactly person that. to people, person. And,
2: and it's going to go over the Venice,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, the people who want it that aren't traders, the people who want it. Not the people who want to trade it. The people who want it, the people who need it, they're going to go get it, right? And so like, I could give a shit about the people who are trading it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And yeah. I can give a shit about the people that are holding their money on... on uh, exchanges but like Mm -hmm. the idea but like what are they going to really do and for how long because like if i'm a bitcoiner right and you banned bitcoin in my country i'm leaving bro like i'm going to leave so it's
0: the boomer generation it's the boomer generation that fucked us over Okay, they they started in two thousand eight, two thousand nine. None of them went to jail. None none of the bankers went to jail. They started the two thousand nine financial crisis, which started this QE experiment, right? Oh man, you know totally that literally it was like a domino effect, and now we're here, ten years later. And you know, Satoshi predicted it, bro. He wrote it in the fucking goddamn Genesis block, right? You yeah, know,
1: man.
0: so like, you know, what is it? This is like the fifth bailout for banks. At the time, <laughs> it was the second one. He was like, seconds two two is too much. You
1: know, we gotta make Bitcoin. But um, Yo, but, yeah, man, when man, the Hillary Clinton emails came out, I'm like, all right, 08, oh, they can get away with, but Hillary Clinton's going to jail at some point, right? Nope. Dude. <laughs> no. Oh,
2: man. Dude, look, the, like to answer your, uh, not to answer your question, yeah. but to yeah. bring
1: my opinion
2: about what you said, yeah. Shishi, is that and, and to Nico's point, they're going to try to ban uh, legally uh, banks accepting uh, opening bank accounts to exchanges, etc, etc, etc. So what's going to happen is Eventually, you're going to try to break a website through which people would access a marketplace. And the marketplace is going to become informal. And informal just means that, I mean, you're just not keeping up with what the heck they're drafting inside uh, black rooms. And so you're going to see people, people that are going to go to the streets, look for this thing. Because because you will never be able to kill a coin market cap website and all of this website that just tracked the price of Bitcoin. Eventually you're gonna see like like in Venezuela, you had dollar today, monitor dollar, all of this, even Instagram accounts, man. Okay, like one of the main one of the main indicators for people to know how much they would get how much believe they would get for a dollar in Venezuela, it's an Instagram account, bro. So wait, it's,
1: what wait say that again say that again because that's the that's main one crazy. Of the, one
2: of the main indicators that we use as Venezuelans to know how much bolivars we should get for each dollar that we try to sell in the block market is an Instagram account <laughs> so the so the same thing is gonna happen if they buy in Bitcoin man because <laughs> you're gonna see Instagram accounts, in Europe, Instagram accounts, in Africa, wherever they try to ban it. And these people would tell you, you would send them a message via Instagram, and they would tell you, like, okay, you're going to be added to this private Telegram group. And you're going to jump into the private Telegram group, and then they're going to say, like, okay, man, you to ask for a quote. You say this word. We're going to give you a quote. You're going to pay this much fees. And it's going to be just transfers from people to people, but not official peer-to-peer marketplaces because they would have, in theory, been banned by the governments. And so how do they track that? Impossible, Papi. Impossible, Papi. <laughs> and, not
0: to, <laughs> and not to mention the countries like that don't ban it, right? All the Bitcoiners are just going to go to that country. Yeah.
1: <laughs> they're just going to leave. That's it, man. And they're going to take their Bitcoin
0: day. with them, right? So it's like the game That's theory plays out, man, but it's just I- like... Guys, I listen, I might be a psychopath, but it maybe it's because I read all this news all the time, but it's like I I've been seeing this cloud. I'm not even kidding for the last 2 years coming closer and closer and closer. Yes. And now the cloud, I'm starting to feel some rain, okay? Now like some of the rain, it's not yeah. over me yet, yeah. but it's yeah. start I'm starting to, I'm starting to feel rain. I'm like, holy shit. Because yeah. I, I don't think people understand, man. Like how dirty this is gonna get. Like yeah. it, when yeah, we man. win, this is victory. This is freedom, dude, for mankind. Like literally, I'm not even exaggerating. I wish I was, yeah, but I'm, I'm not. Kidding. Right? It's yeah. freedom for mankind, right? From the tyranny of central bankers and just uh, just
1: governments in general. To be honest with you, right? So, yep. well, man, like, like, dude, dude. To your point, like, you know what Jack Jack Muller said? As well, I was talking with another Bitcoiner, Weinikis. Today. And he was like, oh, watch the Jack Mahlers, uh, one of the two that he was on recently. And he talks about why he's dropping the fees all the way down. He's like, this is an open, permissionless network. I'm not trying to make my money on fees. I'm trying to just have this massive network. And the competition, the game theory is going to lead to the lowest fee. not like anyways. So might as well just start there and then build mm-hmm. it that way. And I was mm-hmm. like, dude, Bitcoiners just go all the way to the end. They go to the root. They put their roots down. And then the results are the results. You want to know mindset. Fiat mindset. It's like, how do we get the most fiat possible and extract you? You like, think about it. Think about it. El Sultan is going to Brazil, just messages block stream. They go, Hey, here's a satellite. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying. And it's like, dude, like they didn't account for voluntarism, for consensualism. They didn't account for you doing things on toxic generosity, bro. I've never met more generous people than Bitcoiners. Never. It, it, you know? Dude, it, it And it goes back to what Jack Mahler said,
0: right? You know, we will die on this hill and we were yeah. we are all living, you know, all of us, dude. And we, we all know this. This is bigger than ourselves, right? You know, we're fighting this battle and it's something that after we die, you know, there's something we could be proud of that we could leave, you know, the world. You know, hopefully we could free, yeah. you know, for, we could have a free world for our children. Right. So, like, man, it's just there's so much at stake. And it's so crazy because I think it's all going to happen this decade, like in the yeah. next 10, yeah. within oh, yeah. the next 10 years, <coughs> excuse me, we're going to find out what no happens. Worries. So, so yeah, man.
1: Yeah. With people, with people are proving the model, dude, like El Sultan's here talking with us, bro, instead of like fighting for an extra Bolivar and hoping that it doesn't lose all its value by the time he exchanges it, you know, for a good service, Bitcoin, whatever. Right. And like, Man, I, it gives me goosebumps to be here talking with you guys now, like, you know. And yeah, like, <laughs> I, I just can't believe we're here, man. Like, It, it yeah, really dude. is chilling.
2: Yeah, dude. I mean,
0: uh... So can I come to South America once they start being all, like, authoritarian and stuff here? Oh, Bobby.
2: Air? Oh, Bobby. I invite the first round of beers, man. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, man. So, yeah. It's... so, guys, I mean, like, uh... To, to to round it up a bit, I just uh, we have hope, and 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 the reality is is that we've already became guys fucking privileged guys fucking privileged dudes because this shit went semi moon semi moon probably we're gonna go to the moon <laughs> by the end of year and it'll be in a fucking time of global crisis. Um, and we could expand further in that, but it's, I, I guess we should. Word. No, we oh, should. You want to know well, why? Okay. Cause me and
1: Nico used to debate this, you know? And when, when we first got into Bitcoin, just like, Oh, like the, Nico was like, look, the world doesn't have to go to shit for this to really work out. And, and I'm then, like, and she, she's <laughs> like, no, it, it does. <laughs> like, I'm like, not, not only does it, it's like, actually like history says it will. So we're going to learn very fast if that's the case or not. And then dude, and, and like politics wise and everything like, We've we've relinquished all statism now, and so I think like as you get into Bitcoin, it like reduces your ability to like even have a want for borders and passports and 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 on anything. You know, the, I think the COVID passport resistance is just the first passport resistance because I think like man, there's no reason why everyone shouldn't be able to travel everywhere and see the world, man. You know, and 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 because that way we can, because we are we are one, bro. There is no reason that the border is drawn other than a government said so. And I don't believe in government at all. So here we are.
0: It was a necessary evil, dude. It was a necessary evil in order to, like, organize ourselves and not kill each other. But now that we have Bitcoin, right, we don't need, like, that was one of the main functions of government. That's why it's grown to the size that it has, right? Because of the fact that they have a fucking money printer, dude. Can you imagine having a money printer and the corruption that that comes with? right? Like, well, think listen about to this, it, bro. dude. It's listen like, to print, this, I bro. go
1: to war, I can invade a fucking yeah. country, and all yeah. I have to do Forever. is boop. Forever. boop! Like, hey, man. Nico, listen to this, bro. I went into the tax records for the federal government, right? And I was like, okay, like, what was the tax rate in the eight, in the 1800s? And, and dude, at one point in the 1800s, it went as high as, like, 10%, and, dude, they voted it down to 5%, and then that was still too high. They had to cut it in half from 1869 to 1870. Think about the difference 100 years later, what happened in the seventy? You know, dude, they voted to cut the tax from 5% to 2.5% with only one tax bracket. Meaning that like you either pay zero or you're above that and you pay 2.5%, right? Like, dude, 2.5%, These they were building a country the country's built now. I don't understand why you need fifty percent of my of my work plus, the money, printer, plus the money printer you plus the money
2: printer. dude. yeah,
0: you yeah. have a bunch of corrupt politicians, right, that are like feeding off this like money spigot, right, that are just like ah. In Washington, but bro, these... they voted to cut it in half twice. Dude, dude. <laughs> no, years it's, later, it's years later they
1: voted for an unlimited tax. The inflation printer. Yeah. Yeah. You, years later, could you, they Could you imagine?
0: You win a popularity contest and you have a money printer to fund whatever fucking crazy shit you come up with in your head why imagine we're here is no that, like, no dude dude, dude <laughs> the, the craziest the
2: craziest and, and uh, the craziest oh, thing man. here guys you know is that is that we colloquially call it money printer but it's just a fucking laptop uh, with an excel sheet <laughs> that, that that you could literally download over pirate bay whatever the fuck you want And 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 we we just have the same tools as central bankers.
1: Yeah, we do. My Excel sheet's harder. (laughs) (laughs) My Excel sheet's
0: in space, bro.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, man. Yeah, dude
0: yeah but they don't know yet they don't know yet even and i would even say like the the pro bitcoin politicians they don't even know yet right like they don't understand like what the fuck's going on like they are literally
1: building an army like you said we're literally building an army and like that's all that matters like and it's the strongest army because the ideas are developed over time and debated and
0: and it's a money it's a money based on truth dude Right. No, no one cares yeah, about
1: credentials. No yeah, one cares about credentials as, right. as
0: much as in the fiat system. But In the fiat system, you needed it, right? Because you needed yeah. people to believe in you, because the money was based on a goddamn lie. So you needed to wear a goddamn suit. You needed to be in this big facade, menacing yeah. building, right? To like, so people could trust you, right? I don't need people. I, I could fucking care less if you trust me or not, dude. Like, I don't give a shit, right? But like, that's yeah. what Bitcoin empowers me yeah. to do, because I know. That my money's true, right? Like, for example, like if I send El Sudan Bitcoin right now, bro, I could literally—it's gonna take me two seconds, right—and I could send you Bitcoin. You're you're in South America. I could send Bitcoin to Sharon on the beach. Literally, dude, we don't have to talk to anybody. So it's like, it's like I completely agree with 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 what Shishi's saying. Why the fuck am
1: I paying forty percent? Like, what am I getting for that forty percent tax? You you know what they're not taking into account either, dude—the fact that I will not sell my Bitcoin. Like, they're not taking that into a fa- And, like, someone's like, oh, just, like, you know, like, you can take some profits and you can trade it. I'm like, but then I have to pay the government. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, even if I could guess it perfectly, even if I knew that I could guess it perfectly, like, I'm to the point where, like, actually paying that amount of money to the government is counterintuitive to our mission. Yes. Even if I have slightly more Bitcoin or not. And it'll be a rounding error at the end of the day because, like, I'm a humble motherfucker. Like, I don't need more yeah. than what I have, you know? And, like, that's what I see in Bitcoiners, like, Dude, like Nico is a humble Bitcoiner. He could live a different lifestyle. We're Whoa, never, never going, going back. back.
0: We're but never going it back. It literally man. doesn't make sense, dude. Think about it, right? Yeah. Like, I don't own a car, right? Like, dude, I could afford whatever car money could buy. Right? Me neither. I, I don't. <laughs> I, I could buy like a nice place, right? On the beach. Fuck no. Why? Why do I not, right? It doesn't cost me Bitcoin. And my girlfriend's a Bitcoiner too. So she completely understands, right? So she doesn't care. Yeah, she gets it. Okay,
1: okay. okay. My girlfriend gets it also. When he said, oh, I just talk sometimes. It reminds me of like the the Michael Saylor memes when he's at McDonald's and just imagine him like opening the door and be like, hey, by the way, like Bitcoin is like the payment. Imagine like, (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. all those memes are so good. No, no, It's like sometimes when I'm talking to my girlfriend or I'm talking to some other people, like dude, somebody messaged me, dude. And when I messaged him back, I was like, damn, I went, I went way too hard on that. They were like, Oh, like I love what you write about like anti-coercion and stuff. And I'm like, and, and they're like, Oh, I want like I'm scared. And I was like, Oh, let me give them some hope. But I, I like was like, Oh, then the power of the nation state, this is where we take it back. Like, you know, the guillotine was shown to the nation state in the lockdowns when Bitcoin hit a trillion market cap, like da, 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 da. And like they were like, Whoa, like they don't even respond. But I know that they're like, What the fuck this guy just said? Oh it's yeah. something. It's something. Maybe, you know, it's something. And so I have some hope here, like I don't know, man. I, I I don't I don't I don't know where we're going, but I have some hope. I, bro, you,
2: I mean, uh, I'm sorry, Nico. No, go ahead. Uh, bro. Thanks, man. Um, I arrived to Brazil five days ago. So let's imagine for a second that you're not into crypto, right? Let's just keep keep that in mind. I'm this crypto soul time whatever bitcoin guy that people don't understand. My girlfriend's family don't understand. Uh, they they just don't. They're like this this guy's from the future. This guy literally this, this is this is a satellite angel. You don't know it, but but he's like he's from the space, but, but he came here to make this you is- insanely rich. Oh, oh yeah.
1: Oh yeah. Oh, yeah and,
2: and so and so guys, but but like no kidding here, but couple of months ago i was living in eu it's almost impossible to have an eu bank account if you don't have like an address there and you're not a resident over there and you have a passport there whatever whatever no, yeah, but yeah, yo, yeah, yo, yeah. yo i
1: heard if you just like bend over and open your asshole like... <laughs> <laughs> no kidding man i heard that too <laughs> over. that's
0: a, that's a, that's the new that's the new kyc law that they want to pass right oh, like an oh, anal yeah, problem.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: So like you gotta a- open a bank a- account. A-
2: Ain't no y- problem. C- <laughs> a- a- y- <laughs> Why- <laughs> so so anus your customer. So yeah. so so yeah, man. The, the the thing is that um I came here. I have a bank account in the U.S. because I'm, I'm one of those privileged motherfuckers. Um uh I have I have my Bitcoin stash, and so imagine what what did I do to eventually go out. Uh, with my girlfriend, just make some payments in the supermarket and stuff. If I just arrived in in Brazil, imagine that I don't have papers yet. I'm not legalized here yet. Just imagine it. What would you need, dude, if you're coming from Guatemala to come to Brazil and eventually just make a payment in the supermarket? You would literally need to go either through a Western Union bullshit type of scenario, whereby you would need one of your family members in Guatemala to send you money and cash via Western Union so that you would lose 10% of your money or even 5% whatever. And you would receive dollars here to eventually go, you already lost 10%. And then you would grab those dollars to go to a currency currency exchange uh, company here and to exchange your dollars to pay again fees to receive Brazilian reais. And then go to the supermarket and pay. What, what do we Bitcoiners, digital nomad guys, type of type of dudes do? Uh, okay, I'm going to go into Binance peer-to-peer market. I'm going to turn on my full note. I'm going to send some Bitcoin to Binance. I'm going to exchange those Bitcoins for dollar tether. And then I'm going to exchange those dollar tethers via peer-to-peer into Brazilian reais into my girlfriend's bank account boom you literally in a minute leapfrogged
1: the whole system just wait till we can pay with like a lightning wallet because then it's dude, over then it's over we're, we're, then it's we're over. unstoppable and yeah. they
2: have they have no idea they're gonna try to block yeah. as much resources as they can to try to stop us dude. and at some point it's gonna be like dude what the heck we i even, think we the fed the fed eventually is gonna build their own peer to peer marketplace. Man. Just be, just because they're going to be like guys we're broke. We're it, it broke. Won't, it, won't we're
0: broke. It, it won't exist. It, it, it you won't know exist. The central banks will not exist in 15 years.
1: You know how much money I've lost no, to currency it, conversion won't. and and think about how actually bad it is cuz let's say I start in India and then I'm going to Thailand and then I'm going to Vietnam even on one of those trips, right? Okay, I have extra rupees at the end of my India of times. So then I have to convert that twice, right? So think about it. if you have any leftover, it's like that again. And then oh, I'm coming back to India, and I gotta convert it again. It's like oh, like even in in these places, with very like um, you would think they would be very inviting to you to switch currency to like a better one, like the U.S. dollar, even. But no, it's just expensive, it's just expensive for no reason. You know um, uh, there's this lightning ATM that I saw, man, that was super interesting to me because that's crazy. You know if if there starts being like eight, like fiat. Uh, like like everywhere, money. it's just
0: like insert your dollars for Bitcoin, dude. I would dude, do it every time. If I had dollars no, but, in my wallet. Yeah. I'd be like,
1: <laughs> yeah. But the fee, bro, the fee is like cents. And like, dude, like the HTM fees are like can be like eight dollars, five dollars. Think about it. Your bank charges you're somewhere else in the world. Like, dude, you're you're taking the fees down ninety nine percent on conversion. I, I, like,
0: I, look, I think that the world that we grew up in and our parents lived in. Is not going to exist in twenty years. We're going to yeah. live in a radically different yeah. world, and I think it's going to be a lot freer. And I think all of this bullshit, right, that we have to deal with now, I think is just a side effect of the money printer, right? Like I think okay. it's just it's just it's grown these bureaucracies. It's like they don't need to be that big. It's like what Sharon said about the eighteen sixties. It's like how could it be that a country was growing and they they could get along with the two percent tax? And now all of a sudden it's, we have a developed country. I understand military, I get that, right? Mm-hmm. I understand that you have to, you know, give something whatever, but it's like, think about taxes, tax, like when you pay taxes now, you have no, like there's no incentive, right? You are you know, you're not gonna get shit back, right? With, with Bitcoin, yeah. you know that if you pay tax, there's an incentive now for the government to actually do well, right? Because they know that they're not the ones with the money. It's the citizens with the money. And I think that's the big problem right now. It's that it's the government that not only holds the money they create the money too right so yeah. it's
1: just it's corrupted the, the 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 what the idea of government was supposed to be i i also refused to pay taxes on a coffee that i buy in el salvador when it's legal tender yeah. right like yeah. like what like, like bro like i'm not gonna pay taxes on that money right and that's the only money that i am willing to use right now is like buying a coffee right and like if they like It's not my problem to pay taxes on when I buy a coffee, like when I, when I'm in Europe and I hold euros and then I, it's like, it doesn't, they don't charge me that, you know, it's kind of like the, I'm not getting a capital gains on the currency fluctuation. Right. And like these, these, these things are important. Like I'm, I'm, I'm honestly like I'm not liquidating my Bitcoin ever. So my tax effective tax rate is going to be very low to zero. Cause even if I liquidate, little bit to spend here and there and i do pay some taxes on that that's okay overall my tax rate is going to zero regardless of their tax rules because i'm just not going to spend it right and that's and that's kind of crazy to think about too where it's like as long as we get people to self-custody and take the bank balance sheets and shrink them where they have to hold their own money and the and they have to give it back to the fed or whatever they do with it right like they're fucked. As long as there's an like a small amount of people doing that, we win. You know? Yeah. So yeah. Um, I, I,
0: I, I I think it's I think it's gonna be a majority of people, to be honest yeah, with you. Yeah, I don't it think too. it's I don't it think too. it's gonna be a minority. Uh, um Mr. Yeah. done. you were gonna say something?
2: Right now we are like uh sixty-five thousand uh full notes globally, I think. Uh tracks up a little, tracks down a little. Yeah, but
0: not not that doesn't count though the 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 ones that are just listening. You know, Uh, uh,
2: uh, no, I think that the ones that are just the ones that are exactly the ones that are only public full notes are like 10,000. But the ones that are not listening, listening is it's like 65,000. And there's this guy on Twitter that puts this awesome stats that's from time to time updates them. If I if I do find him, uh, his name, his handle doesn't come to my head right now. But I will share it with you guys. It's awesome. So governments uh,
0: have to search and destroy 65,000 copies.
2: Dude, and, dude, <laughs> yeah. and like in the past three months, we've seen, I i think it was like more than 20,000 lightning nodes come live in the past, just, just in the past three months. And the, the thing is, uh, dude, wait a second, dude, I was just getting dude. a call. The thing is
1: that, dude, um, dude, but, but like to support your lightning thing, dude, 200 people showed up to a Spaces on Lightning that two anonymous people on the internet were putting together. And it just like, dude, over 200 people were listening the whole time. They this is a there movement, dude. This is a I movement, It's a lot of people to be on a random Friday listening about Lightning Network. Bro, it's a, it, a lot of people, bro. This
0: is a movement, dude. This is a movement. And, and I think that that's something that the other side doesn't understand, right? Like they mm-hmm. don't understand how much like, this isn't just money for us, okay? This is like, it's freedom essentially, right? And I yeah. think that, you know, yeah. once you get a taste of freedom, you just want more, right? Yeah, man. And I think that's like what makes you go deeper and deeper down the rabbit hole because you go deeper and deeper down the rabbit hole, and then the possibilities are just like, holy shit, I really don't have to rely on anybody. Like, yeah. I could literally be self reliant. I don't yeah. ha- I don't need a I don't need a I don't need a bank. I don't need a whatever. Like I could, you know, literally buy solar panels. I don't have to, you know, live off the grid. I could grow my own food like like shishi. So it's like, man, like it, it starts changing the way you think, man. And I yeah. think that it I, I think yeah. that this affects everybody, right? It affects everybody that understands the Bitcoin ethos. Now, it takes some years to get to that point, right? Because, dude, like, you know, it took me, you know. At least one or two years before I fully understood, and I still shit coined a little bit, and then I fully made Mm -hmm. the the Mm -hmm. crossover. Right. So, and everyone has a very similar story. So it's like, man, it's 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 just incredible, dude. It's insane. It's
1: crazy that we all have the same. A hundred percent. Because then that's how you know that we all walked a path, and then it just like it was like our own. We thought for ourselves. We argued. We were wrong we argued we were wrong we argued we were wrong we admitted we were wrong and now we're here you know? yeah and yeah. we're all we're all on the same yeah. page yeah. too yeah, yeah. we've yeah. all yeah. come
0: to the same truth yeah. which is fucking crazy you know right it's crazy you know it's
1: crazy after i got orange pill i started calling people that i had spoken to back you know like i started thinking of like who did i speak to about this topic and so i started i started i made a list of names i wrote it down by hand dude i don't know where that is i think i lost it i wish i kept it but like uh just kind of like remind myself why i wrote that list is to like call each person and be like hey by the way uh, you spoke to me about this you know idea of bitcoin and and, and all these cryptos all these shit coins and and i didn't have the proper view here's like the the view that i think is actually like the right the reasons for it the right way to think about it um or to start thinking about it you know and then you know just let it go from there and that's been so well like the people that i spoke to about it a few years ago compared to now those are the people that i've orange pilled the easiest because they've heard me talk about this shit for like four years and they've seen me on mm-hmm. that journey and then they're like oh mm-hmm. shit that damn like i've mm-hmm. seen i've seen this guy sh- through it, it all it, you know it makes you and push man
2: it makes you fucking yeah. push bro right and yeah. so it's uh, yeah man dude, it, without it gets-
1: bitcoin i would be hiding on an island uh foraging coconuts and growing whatever i can and living in a hub or i would not be doing what i'm doing <laughs> you know um i wouldn't be part of the developed world i wouldn't be mm-hmm. any of those things dude i would be mm-hmm. hiding out you know, like I, I, would be like living on on a beach somewhere.
0: Totally, man. <laughs> man, I, I, am so bullish because it, it's, it's exactly what we've been saying. You know, we're, we're, we all live, you know, literally hundreds of miles away from each other, and we're all on the same page. And uh, there's thousands of us all around the world that are thinking exactly like we millions
1: are. Millions now. You're living in 2017. It's millions now. It's bro. crazy. It's, it's insane. Crazy, man. It's, it's, it's crazy. insane.
0: All right, guys. But listen. All right, man. We're, we're we're running out of time running out of time but uh we we usually do some some bullet point questions at the end um and uh, I'll go with you as we've done first what temp- what temperature do you like your steak <laughs>
1: i
2: like my steak very red i okay. do like it very reddish so like so, medium
0: medium rare or rare
2: almost rare almost so, rare okay you're like my girlfriend rare. you're like you're oh,
0: like my man. girlfriend like a carnivore <laughs> I like medium, you know, I like, I like a little bit cooked, but I like the red too. Shishi, I can't ask you that question because you're a vegetarian. So I'm gonna ask you a different question. Um, When
1: I did eat steak, I ate it medium rare. Medium rare. Okay. Or, or rare. Medium. Would would you consider eating steak again if it was your own cow? No, dude. I actually, uh, the reason why I don't eat, um, animals in general is because it's a spiritual thing for me. And, um, I've tried to kill an animal multiple times with my uh, own two hands and I, and I couldn't do it. And um, I don't know, something just tells me, I don't, I don't tell people what to do. I don't, I don't advertise my, my preferences.
2: Have you you done ayahuasca shishi?
1: No, but I've, uh, I've taken uh, mushrooms many, many times. Um, When I was younger, actually, I took it for the first time when I was like 15, Small I think, amount, I, think I was big. with you. <laughs> I think nothing I was. Big. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. And um, and I told my mom. My mom, like, when I was like a couple years older, you know, I didn't want to like dox myself until I was like, you know, out of the house and stuff. And I told, but I told her one time when I was like 16, I was like, hey, like, like, mushrooms are going to become legal in my lifetime, and she's like, really? Why do you think so? I'm like, it's not just to get like psychedelic experience. There's something here. It's signal. It's medicine. Something dude. here. Yeah. It's medicine. It's something here yeah. that is, yeah, yeah. is very important and so i've microdosed a lot um a lot you know and um i just see that that it sharpens my tool shed it doesn't dilute you dude it's it's amazing it actually is the opposite like um so i used to have a stutter um and uh i used to, to like start my sentences and sometimes i couldn't like you know my mind was working faster than my mouth and um dude i took a big dose of mushrooms one time and i stopped having a stutter and then I watched Paul Stamets, the guy who's like the mushroom guy, you know, on Joe mm-hmm. Rogan. He said mm-hmm. that he cured his stutter the same way. And I was like, wow, that is fucking insane. But that's just like my story. Yeah, I don't do no, it's, it. it's, I've it's, never no, done it yet.
0: So my girlfriend just went on a Ayahuasca trip. She just went to Peru. She came back. Nice. It was like two months ago. Nice. And she, you know, it's... The way that I see it is that it's just a, a much more intense version, but they all basically do the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. The way that I see it is... Like think about your mm-hmm. daily life, right? You're living, right? you have problems, right? And your brain starts to be cluttered, right? Like yeah. just yes. a bunch of cluttered, yeah. right? When you take those types of drugs, it unclutters shit. So like your mind is just completely clear after that, right? Ayahuasca I think lasts a little bit longer than the mushrooms, dude. It lasts like a week or two before your start your mind starts to uh, you know yeah. yeah, clutter again.
1: Psilocybin, they realized, right? That it actually like they've proven that Uh, neurons firing in your brain and connecting to each other it makes connections that haven't been connected before Mm. and it makes the connections uh thicker so like they like there's like bands and how they show like the amount of activity between like neurons firing and when you see this graphic it'll blow your mind because you're like and I think they yeah. all do something like that. It yeah. actually, yeah. like, affect you forever going forward in a way. And the more that... That's why I like the whole idea of, like, taking smaller... Ayahuasca is, like, when you need, like, the cash dump. Right? <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> you to dump it. But, like, microdosing mushrooms is very chill, you know? It's not, yeah. like, crazy. Yeah. You don't see yeah. anything, you know? And it, 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 I'm a big believer in these, like, uh, natural medicines, you Spiritual know? Spiritual medicine stuff, yeah. yeah. Just let, me just,
2: let me just add one last thing here. This was fucking awesome we totally have to do another one Absolutely. in the next one at the end i will tell you about my trip oh until next, 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 <laughs> next time next time next time i'm excited I mean, you, you, gotta heard-
1: the you, you gotta leave the
2: carrot you gotta leave the
1: carrot you can go to
2: space without a satellite space full known man
0: <laughs> all right you guys heard it here first if you guys want to hear alessandro's uh trip you gotta come back to uh, hear another episode of the BitVault podcast but anyways guys if you want to follow these awesome plebs I definitely recommend you do go check out Shishi you go follow him at Shishi21M and you can follow El Sultan of course at El Sultan Bitcoin definitely fellow plebs I've known these guys for forever we're in the rabbit hole journey together fighting for freedom baby